Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. HRS in the building. Me and Boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of My Five Cents Podcast. I am very excited about this topic. The reason why I'm so excited is because I'm an expert in this topic. All right. (laughs) I want want to let everyone know that in college, back in my URI days, go roadie, I used to hold a radio show. That was called Four Play to Sex from Four to Six. And we played all the slow jams to get everybody right. So I'm just excited to just talk about this topic. So I'm going to get right into it and introduce our guests. And you know what? I'm going to throw it back real quick. Let me get my voice right. Her story is her inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) She grew up in a sex-shaming hookup culture and was in an unhappy marriage. Then she created a life-changing intimacy with her husband. Now her passion as a romantic is to help others experience the divine pleasure of a loving, intimate relationship and physical bond. She's based in Colorado, people, as a psychotherapist and love and sex coach. She's a cherished wife and a mama who specializes in psychology, female sexuality, female empowerment, and sacred sexuality a.k.a. Tantra. Please welcome to the show, Debbie. Debbie, the sex therapist. Welcome, 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 welcome. Let me get a little bit more hype in there. Welcome, 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 Debbie. Welcome, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you so, so. I can't wait to see what you guys have on your list. Oh, my goodness. I I can't wait for you to judge what we have on our list. (laughs) It's going to be comical. So this is what I help people to understand. Men and women are so different and no place is this more apparent than in the bedroom, right? I help ladies ladies know, like figure out what you like and how to communicate it to your man. Because if you don't, he's going to bring what he likes and Mm. it's probably stuff he saw in porn. Oh, (laughs) Oh. well, I won't talk about my first porn experience, but yeah, you might be right about that. And what is crazy now, they have the porno YouTube, right? Pornhub, right? So anybody can just kind of look up anything, any video and think that, yes, this is how you make love. People can binge watch. (laughs) This is exactly what, this is exactly what, there's a DJ in New York called DJ Envy. This is exactly what he said. Uh, He came out with a book a couple weeks ago about his marriage. He said the first, I think, 10 years of his marriage, he couldn't make his wife orgasm because he learned by watching porn. Like they met when they were younger, I think in high school, they met and he was doing things he saw in porn and it wasn't really working for her. For the Aww. first 10 years of the marriage, she, she never had an orgasm. So, so yeah, Debbie, you might be onto something. Porn isn't, uh, the porn instructional... is not sex ed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like learning how to fight from an action movie, right? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're not, not going to jump out of a helicopter and kick somebody exactly. in the head and win the fight. So Debbie, how did you come from this sex shaming culture to sex therapists like how did that journey come to pass 
I just, I'm more romantic and I, I just hated to see people like divorce and ruin perfectly good marriages over sexual issues. And my husband and I had gotten into Tantra, which was sacred sexuality, which was like, I'm like this is so life-changing. This is just so intimate and connecting and loving. So I'm like, how can I translate this? Because even for me, it was too ultra spiritual, right? But on the other hand, it's like exactly what women are craving in many ways. It's got slow touch. It's got consciousness and presence. And, you know, it helps clear your mind of all your distraction and your judgment. We can get into that more when you bring up your this. But I thought oh, somebody needs to take this highly spiritual ultra woo method and bring this to regular lovers, right? To get more pleasure and connection. So not to get too personal, but are, are you are you a therapist that practices what you preach? Like, would you say that that because you begin on this journey of, of being a, a sex therapist and a counselor for intimacy? Has your life changed now that you took on this this new practice? Your personal yeah, I I mean, I'm still married and monogamous, although I sometimes teach at tantric events where people are often um, polyamorous and such. Uh, so I and I have a niche. So what I do is I coach uh, instead of do therapy, right? Therapy, you can only do locally. Um, and I just, I don't, you know, if you have trauma and mental illness and that's the root of your problem, then you need to work it out in therapy. However, there's plenty of women and men, couples who struggle with sexuality. And it's not because of trauma. It's not because of mental illness It's because female sexuality and pleasure and communication is complex, you know, and it's kind of taboo and, you know, and it takes, uh, it didn't investment of time and energy to keep things sexy and loving over the long run. Mm -hmm. So, and that doesn't necessarily um, translate to therapy. So it's more empowering coaching, education, skills, methods like those, which is way more fun. <laughs> so you mentioned, you mentioned sexy, right? So is sexy kind of one of those like eye of the beholder? Is there something that's generally sexy or that, someone can be able to do to be more sexy? Yeah, I help my women, that's so easy. I'm like, from sometimes the first day I can see what's going on here. I'm like, okay, for your homework assignment, put on your frumpiest outfit, right? Roll out of bed, like don't, you know, brush, brush don't your hair, <laughs> you know, like you frequently go around the house in your sweatpants and you put on your frumpiest outfit and note, note down how you feel. Hmm. Next assignment, you know, same, same day, put on your sexiest outfit, put on some makeup, do your hair, and now write down how you feel. And this hmm. is sometimes a revelation for a woman, because it's like, no wonder we're not having sex, because if I don't feel sexy, hmm. I'm not in the mood. And it's nothing your man can do. You know, he can't seduce you when you feel fat and bloated and you feel like frumpy and, you know, unattractive and stressed. There's not a lot a man can do. There's a lot a woman can do to put herself in sexy mode. If you ask a man frequently, what do you find sexy? He's likely to say, what? Go ahead. You answer. What is a man? What do you find as a man? What do you find sexy? What do you find? Go ahead, HLS. Yeah, you're in the chair. Sexy? You're on the couch. What yeah. do you find sexy? On the couch. I, I already know the answer. <laughs> it's no, it's honestly, dimples, but it's okay. Go no, ahead. I'm a sucker for dimples, but uh, intelligence. 
I think oh, intelligence oh, is very sexy. Boy. No, in other words, it's your partner. In other words, it's your partner. Mm -hmm. So generally speaking, the man will always answer something about the woman. Partner, what do you yep. find sexy? A woman. Ask a woman generally, what do you find sexy? You know, what not okay, how am I phrasing it? What's you know, what turns you on or whatever? It's often like when I feel sexy, when I feel beautiful, uh, when I feel desirable, you know, when I feel safe, when I feel loved, right? It's in her, you know. A lot of the power to bring on sexiness is within her. That's very interesting because it goes in the dynamic of how men and women think, right? Mm -hmm. and, and going into that dynamic, this is my question for you. And I'm sure you get this a lot or, or maybe get this assumption. People assume sex therapist, you're a freak, right? Is that how do you explain to people? When, when oh God, I hope is, people don't think I'm, that. I'm a, 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 a sex specialist or I'm a sex therapist. And I think in most men's minds, oh, she must be a freak, right? She must be a freak in bed. She, I know. A that's, lucky guy, right? I how, do how get do unsolicited calls from them? guys for that reason, I think. So. <laughs> but how do, you, how do you try to break that down to people and not, and kind of make it more, because it, it is a lot more complex than that. Right. Then I, I just love sex. Right. It's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of levels to it, emotional, physical levels to it. How do you break it down to people and, and try to explain to them? It's not as simple as you're making it seem to be. Well, I try to use the word intimacy instead of sex. Sex is almost a trigger for women. You know I mean? It does oh, okay. uh, it invoke like porn and things like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I like to use the word intimacy, which is often a euphemism for sex, but it sounds much more loving and connecting. And it is, it is I mean, yeah. anybody can have sex. Sometimes I say that, you know, animals have sex, porn yeah. stars have sex, True. couples who love each other make love. Mm. Okay. They have intimacy, they have connection. They put meaning into the sex act and meaning beyond getting off, you know? So you talked about uh, kind of this long-term relationships you know, keeping it uh, spicy with that. Is there times in the relationship where it doesn't have to be about intimacy? It's just about straight fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I say sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So assuming that's not all you have, you know, sometimes you have slow making love. Sometimes you have quickies, mm -hmm. right. And you balance it off. If you're, if you know, if you're saying, what do you, what makes you feel desired? What makes, turns you on to your man and he wants quickie and he wants, you know, whatever. I mean, as long as it's not probably out of her, truly out of her comfort zone. Um, then sometimes you do that for your lover because you love each other and you want each other to both be happy. And you want him to reciprocate by giving you often the kind of slow touch that you want. Because women take so much longer to warm up than men do. I always say if a man has like a microwave, you know, zero to six inches, swing in 60 <laughs> seconds or less. <laughs> right? Microwave. What is a woman? She's like a crock pot, right? <laughs> I mean, she can go quick. She can get it on quick, but she is Take not time. all that turned on. She is not maximum turned on without a lot of touch and foreplay and also feeling safe. You know, that's another thing. If she's like anxious about her relationship and her body and how it looks, she's often not going to enjoy herself. And a lot of women end up faking orgasms and things like that. So hmm. man, that's a lot to swallow. It is. Which part in particular is surprising to you? I think for so, so Jewel, all of it. <laughs> 
All of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's that's what we're doing right now. That's what we're doing as we're trying to get this education. You're just gonna pour it on me. Sometimes it has to happen. That way. Now, which of y'all are married versus uh, single dating? Who's married? Who's in a long term relationship? Who's single dating? All of us are in different stages of of that. The reason I ask is because there's a big difference between sex and intimacy and lovemaking in the honeymoon stage, mm -hmm. which is when you're dating versus in the long term when you're committed and you've been together and actually the hormones change. So what happens really? is, is in the beginning of a relationship, let's face it, we are mammals. Our purpose on earth here is to procreate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Our, right. our genes in. are telling us mm -hmm. to procreate. So when you first meet and you, you know, you're in the falling in love stages or the infatuation stages, your hormones are saying, you know, do me, do me, do me. Right. Uh, both of you, you know, you're thinking about each other all the time. There's this excitement. There's this mystery. There's this risk. Is he good? Does he love me? Da, da, da. But, you know, where's this going? And then your hormones are also telling you to procreate. So if for about approximately three months, if you're, and if you're lucky up to two years, you're going to have this strong passion, but then that hormonally dies down and it's not sustainable. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. So <laughs> With a woman, at least. I mean, generally, men are men are more. The sex drive is more driven by testosterone. So you have like twenty times or more than we do, Levels, and okay. so the testosterone might keep the man at that at a higher level longer than it will keep the woman. Okay. So a lot of men might think when they marry that they got baited and switched because she was so <laughs> sexy when they were dating. The setup, the trap. But it's not. She's not a psychopath. She didn't do this on purpose. It's natural. And a lot of people need to understand that. I, I, I think it's a surprise to most people that that happens and they just think that they got gypped. <laughs> so there's a physiological aspect to it as yeah. people age, right? I mean, things happen. I guess people don't think of yeah, that aspect that people just generally lose interest, but it's more, yeah. it's more science than anything, right? It's also science, but it's also bedroom boredom. Okay. You know, the novelty is gone. Um, it's relationship issues. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't like the, if you're fighting outside the bedroom, you don't feel that turned on in the bedroom. Yeah. So, you know, medications, a lot of medications will kill a woman's sex drive, mm -hmm. antidepressants, yeah. The birth control pill, ironically, will uh, lower your sex drive, you know, medical conditions, getting older, menopause will send it plummeting. So yeah, there's a lot of things. So you have to actually cultivate keeping a sexy sex life alive and not just wait for like horniness to both strike you both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like winning the lottery. Oh my goodness. So I know that this person is getting canceled now, but like, where does the dirty old man come into play with this? Like. How does the dirty old man, is it because this physiological change comes and therefore men are left to their own vices and they become this dirty old man? Like, are we just saying this is all biology? Dirty old man? I'm sorry. I'm not sure what you mean. And who's canceled? Well. Talking about himself. <laughs> well, first of all, I am not an old man. That's, that's first and foremost. I'm getting there, but I'm not an old man. The canceled is definitely you know the dirty old men that we have definitely uncovered recently bill cosby harvey weinstein these dirty old men type and at 
uh some point i would say even when i was younger it's like oh yeah he's just a dirty old man he's he looks at you know younger females pervertedly and so on and so forth and it kind of was just this thing that was accepted but now i think that society is kind of more aware of like hey this is not okay to be this dirty old man yeah so it's so that's not really my uh, specialty. That's just been a cultural change, thanks mm-hmm. to, you know, equal rights and women's empowerment and things like that. I mean, in some ways, it's gone a little bit far. Here's what here's here's how it's gone so far in my world. Well, I, I risk being canceled, cancel culture coming after me for saying this. But it's my observation that we've almost come to a point where women are so in, you know, uh, we're wonderfully empowered. I, I love how empowered women are, but I find that I'm working with women that feel like I don't want sex, so I'm not going to have sex. And the problem is you're married. Oh, you know, <laughs> women have been told you should never have sex if you are not. I, and in fact, I've learned this in my sex coaching curriculum, which is supposedly sex positive, but I did a lot of it in, in Berkeley, California. And it's like, if you're not a hundred percent all in, fuck yeah, then you're a no. And that might apply to single women, but I work with women in sex-starved marriages and I'm trying to get them, no, your husband is desperate to be with you. You can't just always say no. That's, I mean, sex is, I feel like it's a necessity in in the relationship. So if that doesn't exist, how how do you progress? You know, how do you move forward in the relationship? Or what's the... Not necessarily. That's not the only purpose of a relationship, but that's a big piece. And if it's if a big not, piece, if that's being denied or that's not occurring. That's wow. Well, what's really important is it's like the only piece of life that you can only get with your beloved, with your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not only sex, but it's touch. You're not allowed to be like touchy with other people either once you're married and in a committed relationship. So wow. all of your all of your sex needs, all of your touch needs are in this one person. And if they cut you off, well, that's a pretty unfortunate place to be. So then let me ask you this last thing here. It, for you, percentage-wise, if you can give a percentage to it, how important is sex in a relationship? I personally think it's extremely important. You know, it's, unless you're like aged or you're both on the same page, that it's not important. So I think it's extremely important because it's it's a bond, right? Again, it's the only thing you can't get with another person. It relaxes you. It hormonally brings you closer together. And, you know, it, it brings like this playfulness in the marriage and in the, in the intimacy and the affection. If you're not having sex, then you're just roommates, uh, right? And woof. then, uh, right? Am I right? If you're not having sex, you're just you're roommates. Right. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. If you're not having sex, we are just roommates. Basically roommates. Wow. So <laughs> with, that being, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the next segment of the show. Logical Genius, go ahead and break down what's about to happen next. Debbie, we're going to have a little debate. So, so Juve, HLS, and myself are going to present our five cents on a particular topic. And we need you, being the expert that you are, to let us know which one of us is right. So you okay. are our judge. You are the end-all, be-all. You have the final say on who knows more than the other. What and... if y'all are wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. It's I hope possible. not, especially on this topic. hope one of us knows what we're talking about. Uh, at, um, le- at least one of us. Yeah, yeah. So you get to pick who goes first and then who goes next and who goes last. And then we'll have a little piece where we get to cross-examine each other's list. You get to ask your questions. Feel free to chime in when we're speaking and give you our list. 
and then we'll ask for your final decision. Okay, uh, how about so? All right, so hold on one second. First, okay. I'm going to say the topic for today is going to be five things that women need in order to have a great sex life. And before we go through the rotation of our list, I need HLS to explain to you what are the rules and the criteria for judging, Debbie. Debbie, super smart, super educated. You'll get this. The rules for judging is that there are no rules. None. You might like the sound of someone's voice when they deliver their five cents. You might like the positioning because positioning matters. <laughs> you have an amazing voice, Soso. <laughs> and you know Thank what I say? You. you know what I like to say? You know how men are so visual when it comes to sexual Right? That's why porn is like 90% male users. Mm -hmm. Yes. Women are oral. You know, women like, and I spell oral, I'm not saying, or uh, my joke is oral, you know, like of the ears. Because you know us guys automatically thought the other thing, We went somewhere else. We went somewhere Automatically went the other way. U-R-A-L. And a good voice like that, I hope you use that regularly. Whisper that sweet nothings in your woman's ear because your voice is something. Thank there you. you. Go look at that. Look at that. He got, he has one leg up already. That's Ladies it. and gentlemen, if you could see his face is blushing so hard. Right I, now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm turning purple. I'm not even alive. This is <laughs> this is what's happening right now, people. I am definitely blushing. You deliver it, and what's the guy's name? Barry White voice. Yes. Guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Barry White. Yeah, Barry White. Do it a Barry White voice, and you win. <laughs> All right, so. I, I did hear you say my name, so we will get it started right here. And this is my five cents on the topic, Debbie. And I'm going to start with number five. Number five is your partner has to have good hygiene. See, my ex, she went <laughs> off and got married to some guy. And this guy decided that he no longer wanted to brush his teeth or take a shower. <laughs> but still expected fellatio. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. Secretly, part of me was like, "That's what you get for breaking up with me." But at the same time, you definitely have to have good hygiene if you want to have a great sex life. The fact that she told you that means she wants you to come and get her. And no, no, no. There you go. Tell her ex-boyfriend that. Come get it. You, you, you know, you know what it really is. I think that I think God was just speaking a message to me to just let me know, like, yeah, she got what she deserves. So that's that's what <laughs> happened with that. Karma's up. Yep. Number four, communication. Sometimes you got to lead the way, but don't do it in your GPS voice. In one point seven five centimeters, please turn right. No, it has to be dirty talk. Yes right there don't stop harder easy key words you don't have to go crazy like oh i want to you to fuck me like i'm jane no nothing like that easy key words it's not just what you say but how you say it which leads to number three self-care and by self-care i mean masturbation you cannot lead your partner to the destination if you don't know where the destination is so I believe that you need that as well. Number two is trust. I must admit, when there's no trust, it is hard to open up the playbook. So we can't try this new swing out if you don't trust me. I can't pick you up while we're having sex if you don't trust me. 
there needs to be some trust there. And number one on the list has to be self-love. That self-love will provide you with the confidence to not be in your head because a lot of it is mental and it'll allow you to just enjoy the moment because you know that you love yourself and your partner is loving on you. So that right there, Debbie, is my five cents on the topic. Who do you want to hear from next? That was beautiful. <laughs> I, I was, I'm so delighted. I was so afraid someone was going to say big dick. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We have the habitual oh, line stepper sure, on sure. this. We have the habitual <laughs> line stepper on this. Go, you, there might be a time or a chance that you're going to hear big dick. You might. <laughs> you might. For some women, you know, some women, of course, that could be on the list, but you know, generally speaking, go ahead. Next. Uh, all right. So, who do you want to hear from next? Who do you want to hear from next? How about HLS? Oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. Big dick. <laughs> You heard about me in the streets, huh? Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here, here, here's my five cents on the topic. Number five, consideration. You need to consider your partner. Maybe today's not the day. Maybe they had a hard day. Maybe they just need a foot massage. Maybe they need you to make dinner. Maybe you just want to send them flowers. You need to consider your partner and all of those things help them feel sexy. Oh my God. How are you guys single? You're wonderful. <laughs> Number four, comfort. Anytime you want to be intimate with your partner, you have to make them feel comfortable. You cannot, as Soso Juve said, bring out a swing if they get motion sickness. It's not going to work. You got to make them feel comfortable. Number four, you have to be sincere in your actions. You have to be sincere. This is my partner. This is my mate. You, you said sex. That's a bad word. I want to be intimate with my mate. You have to. You have to, you have to make them feel comfortable and you have to be sincere. That's number two. Oh, sorry. Number three, sincere. Number two, so, so Juve said it. You got to trust your partner. You cannot have great sex without trust. You need to make sure that if you are going to go on a swing, that whoever set up the swing is not going to fall. You got to trust your partner. When, when, when you say the safe word, you want to trust that your partner is going to obey the safe word. What's the what's the safe word? Yeah, what's the safe word? I, I'm I'm not telling. That's that's between me and my lady. All right. Referring to BDSM, actually, that's <laughs> safe word. Regular couples don't refer to safe words. That means they're getting kinky. <laughs> Sometimes you got to spice it up. And there number one, the the number one thing you need to have great sex life is sex. That's it. It's simple. If you're not having sex, you can't. Yeah, you are simple. You know that you are simple. That's my five cents. Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Romantic almost. Nice. Thank you. All right, Debbie. You saved the best for last. Um, Oh, boy. It's, you know, I I want to take you on a journey. (laughs) My my list is like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs of what women need to have a great sex life. So, Sex in its most primitive state is physical, right? So the thing that you need, a physical thing that you need is a dildo, right? And why you need this is the dildo is for you as a woman to explore yourself and explore your body because you need to know what you like and what you don't like. And you need to know what turns you on and what doesn't turn you on. And the dildo helps you explore that within yourself first and foremost. 
The next thing you need is physical fitness. Sex is a physical activity, right? And you have to be a, a willing participant, just like your partner. You can't rely on your partner to do everything and your partner can't rely on you to do everything. So it, it, it's a very, I mean, if most of the times you have great sex, you're, you're sweating at the end of it, right? You're, you're both, both, both individuals are sweaty. So you need to have some sort of physical fitness involved. You don't have to be the world's strongest man or an Ironman winner or anything like that, but you need to have physical fitness. Then that leads into what Social Juve and HLS have touched on. Self-confidence, right? As a woman, you have to find yourself and, and understand that you are a sexy individual and that you are a confidence in your body and, 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 and that you are willing to have uh, the person explore things with you. And that leads into my number two is your willingness to explore things at a sexual level. Right. You, you and that ties into the self-confidence, because if you don't have that self-confidence in yourself, then the chances of you willing to explore things are very, very slim. And, and, and being open to to exploring different positions or different activities or, 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 or whatever makes it very, very limited. And the number one thing you need is a partner you are connected with. Right? It's not just. Hey, I like you physically. It, I think you mentioned this earlier on with women. It's a lot of it's very emotional uh, compared to men. It's not just physical. So you have to have some form of connection with the, your partner. It's not, it can't just be a physical connection that I, I'm attracted to you and he's attracted to me or she's attracted to me. Um, and you need that, that connection with your partner in order to, to make the sex life great. So all five of these things are connected to each other. You start with the physical, the dildo, the fitness, and then you go into the mental self-confidence, the willingness to, to be explore and be open-minded. And then you find yourself a partner who's on the same wavelength as you so that you can connect all these things together. Those are my five sets. All right, Debbie. Sorry, I just woke up. Let's put me to sleep. That that put you to sleep. Put me to sleep. Put me to sleep. All right. So Debbie, what's about to happen next is we're gonna do a little bit of what we call cross examination, where we're gonna kind of pick at each other's list. We're hoping that you will be able to process and formulate. All right, this is the list that I favor the most, and I think HLS really has something to say. I saw him giggling through the last uh, uh, commentary there by Logical Genius. So go, so go ahead, HLS. Start us off with this cross examination. Physical fitness? Are you are you alienating all all, all the heavier people, all the out of shape people no. from having grade six? No, grade six? but we're talking about we're too? talking about big girls. We're not need talking love about too. big okay guys. Need sex. love too. We're not talking about okay sex. We're talking about great sex. Sex is a physical activity, right? Sex is a physical activity. Do you want a partner that just lies there and does not participate, right? If, 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 if a woman is, is having sex with, let's say a man or another woman, and let's say the man is physically unfit and just gets tired immediately after two seconds, two pumps, and they're done, what, what pleasure would they get out of that, right? You need someone who has good stamina, stamina is good for sex, right? If both partners are physically fit, then you can have great sex because again, at its, at its primitive form, sex is a physical activity. You know that obesity is, is becoming the leading cause of erectile dysfunction. Thank you. This is why 
HLS has erectile dysfunction because he's so <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put your business out there, HLS, but how much do you weigh? You stay putting my business in the street. <laughs> you stay putting my business in the street. Always, always, always. Go ahead, Logical Genius. Who you got for cross-examination? I mean, I, I, let me go back at HLS because I guess your number one, I mean, isn't it the obvious? Like, It's not. Not at all. Not at all. You have to make sexy time. If you're in a long-term relationship, as Debbie uh, Debbie mentioned, you have to continue consider your partner and consider yeah, their but needs. The Sometimes question you have to is, make sex appointments. The question is, the the assumption of the question is that you are already having sex. The That's part of the question is, is having great sex. How do you That's make you your sexual, your current sexual experience even better? If you're not having sex, you have zero sexual experience right now. So you're not even having sex. So you're not even going to have great sex. You're not even going to have normal sex because nope. you have Be zero sex. Nope. Because you also, you also have to practice, right? You have to have sex. The only Frequency is important. Agree. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Okay. All right. And for my cross-examination, I, I mean, I look at both of your lists and I feel that they're pretty subpar. So maybe I will oh, go with boy. Logical Genius with the dildo. Self-love at number one. I don't know if you've seen the size of these dildos lately. <laughs> I don't know how you are comparing to these dildos lately. I just know that I can't compare to those dildos Aww. that are out there. Not only are they humongous and are going to mess up the fit, they come ribbed now, right? They have like little balls that look like monkey pox on them. I can't compete with that. So dildo, I don't think that. Your penis doesn't vibrate so soon. Unfortunately, I don't have a being, switch there, Debbie. This is where you're being selfish as a typical man, right? The dildo mm -hmm. isn't for, for you, isn't for your self-confidence, isn't for you to feel worse about yourself. It's for the woman to explore her body and to pleasure yourself because you both said it you you i think you both said it that you have to know for, for in order for you to have great sex and, and debbie you can certainly confirm or not confirm this but you have to know what you like right you have to know what turns you on you have to know what what physical parts of your body are pleasurable to yourself and the dildo uh, helps you with that it, it helps you find that you can certainly use your hands masturbation is a big thing masturbation i think i think everyone should masturbate Right. So go ahead, Debbie. Yeah, I think you're I think you're correct in explore your bodies, know what you like. I think maybe the word dildo is kind of triggering in some way, but it's really the vibrator that women the vibrator. OK, way yeah. more because what here's the difference. The dildo is necessarily like about penetration, but most of the woman's nerve endings, her sensitivity is actually on the outside, mm -hmm. not on the inside. Two well, out I said of three dildo women. For, to make it more shocking because I had yeah. vibrator on there. Yeah. But I'm like, I just yeah, make, let's, let's make it more shocking. Keep right? this in you mind when, when you're judging this list. Keep, yes, keep, exactly. Keep please, please, re please remember this, Debbie. Okay. So, <laughs> what's going to happen next is it's on you, Debbie. We want to hear a little bit of feedback, uh, any critique that you may have on, on our three lists. And then we want to know. Who is in third place? Number three. You had a chance to process. You heard of us. All of us deliver. You heard our cross-examinations. You heard us try to, to reel each other's list. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think you all, guys all sound great. Your stuff is, you know, it's it's like what I always say. The top thing that women need is, is safety and emotional connection. 
it's it's not just a physical experience for women, especially after the initial stages, but it's an emotional experience. So you guys all got that. And I was so impressed that you, you got that. You all included something to do with trust and, you know, basically kindness and, and such and, and, and safety, right? So you all included an element of that. Many of you included an element of confidence and worthiness, right? She's got to feel kind of confident and mm -hmm. and worthy and such. So that I'm impressed with too. Uh, and then you also, I think you all included a bit of she needs to know her own body and what she likes. So I'm impressed that you all seem to got those. So now I guess I have to judge and seeing that you were all very good Who's in third place. Who is number three? Place, because it was a little bit repetitive. You know, because the things kind of were a bit repetitive. They all were kind of similar in the same ballpark. Mm -hmm. Consideration, trust, comfort, sincerity. I would say HLS was a little bit of the <laughs> same. You know, you repeated the same thing several times. Okay. Debbie, don't feel, <laughs> Debbie, Debbie, don't feel bad. Debbie, Do not I'm feel bad. I'm shocked that you let the dildo. What you said was really unique was regular sex frequency. The other guys didn't mention that. And that is also important. We need quality, but we also need quantity. Mm -hmm. Especially, okay. I actually have to tell women, I'm like, do you know that your average man produces more sperm in a month, enough sperm in a month to impregnate every woman on the globe? Wow. 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 I, I, I gotta I gotta save this excerpt and uh oh. that's my lady be like hey baby hey, hey. Twice. it's gotta go somewhere you don't want Twice. him looking at, go if somewhere. you don't want him looking at porn you need to have regular sex with your man oh boy and, and probably wow. because of all the other things you enjoy it too and it's good for your relationship hopefully but, that you question know. comes up in the next trivia night and I can <laughs> get awesome. enough sperm to impregnate every woman twice twice Awesome, awesome, awesome. Debbie, we don't care about number two. We want to know who is number one. Who had the best list this evening? You. Thank you. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm four play to sex from four to six people oh, since I was a college youth. This is one episode. This is <laughs> this, this is what I do. Wait, hold on. Let me let me break my voice real quick. The champ is here. That's me. The champ is here this oh, is what i'm boy. talking about debbie thank you so much for your expertise because i've been trying to tell these guys they don't know what they're doing in the bedroom oh, i think the voice won you over debbie i think I the voice won. <laughs> you, all good you guys were all good but yeah uh, so what i liked about yours was the worthiness aspect you know she needs self-love and self-confidence that is so true if a woman is all up in her head and judgy and self-conscious mm -hmm. and shame and guilt it's almost impossible for you to turn her on. Right? You've got to process that and show up relaxed and in a good mood, right? Not so hard on yourself. You do not need a perfect body to have a great sex life. Your man wants you. I, hey, I, I like the term you used you. earlier in the show. I think you said sexy mode, right? And that's, I think that's big. Sexy mode for, for a woman. Um, that's that's important. That's part of self-confidence, right? And how do you activate sexy mode if you don't have the self-confidence to do so? Agreed, agreed. So Debbie, you know, we 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 play, except for me. I'm I'm I know what I'm doing, but the other two, <laughs> they play at knowing what they're doing. We yeah. want to know what is your five cents on the topic? What would be in your five or top five on this topic? I say women need 
six things. So let me just condense them. They need confidence and worthiness, which we just talked about. You know, if you have shame, guilt, body image issues, you know, you got to help get over those and show up in a, in a way that you're able to be pleased and enjoy yourself. You all hit upon partner emotional connection, which is women need to feel safe. They need to feel desirable and cherished for, for great sex. I mean, okay, you can have sex, but this is for really good sex. You all kind of hit upon knowledge. A woman needs to know what she might like because a man is not a mind reader, right? Oh, so she yeah. needs to know. And I also like that, that you said sexy talk, which is how to get it. Like, you know, lower, faster, slower, and mm -hmm. you don't have to talk nasty. You just have to be able to give some instructions some feedback because your man is not a mind reader. One thing that I actually think you all missed that I think is a bigger challenge for women than you realize is, do you know how you always hear about women and our multitasking and such? Yes. Yeah. So women's brains are often like going 360, right? They're, they're, mm -hmm. you know, we can't turn off our thoughts many times, right? Which makes it hard to be very present and in the moment because you're thinking about the, the laundry that's piled up over there, right? Wow. You're thinking wow. about yeah. other things, right? D Dave Chappelle says, hey, if a woman would have sex with a man in a cardboard box, a man would never buy a house. <laughs> right a man is focused yeah. sex yes he's in the game a woman she's like oh my god how do i look does he love me you know is it you know are the, the laundry the kids are they going to walk in right a woman is so distractible so it's a challenge for many many women to get into the moment into the present moment and into their senses and out of their head That's so besides that you all hit on things yeah, you all hit on things that I call that I I I say women need, except you missed that one. But you, that's nothing you can do about it. Which is also my angle with coaching and helping women is so many issues sexually are not couples issues. They're actually like if she's all distracted uh -huh. and has guilt and shame and body image issues and doesn't know what she like and never had an orgasm before, there's not a lot the man can do. These are her issues. And that's why I'm like, I can work with the woman only to help her create a great sex life with their man. As you're, you're doing your coaching, right? What, like all the things that we mentioned and, and the, you know, the six that you mentioned, you know, without going into great detail, but what are some things that, that women can do to improve on these things, right? You talk about time, not having enough time, um, the confidence and worthiness, you know, what, what things can they, can they start implementing? To, to improve well, prioritize, on these areas. you know, assuming you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. prioritize your intimacy, you know, okay. look forward to it, text, sext each other, build anticipation. That makes it so much more likely to happen. Then it's like, oh, you wanna, right? No, well, let's build, let's build some seduction into our relationship. Make yourself look and feel pretty and flirt with your man and be affectionate outside the bedroom. Both, you know, that goes for both ways. Yeah. Um, you know, be, be flirty and playful. Don't be his mother, right? Be his <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> There's many things. Know your body know your body so that you can teach your man some things that you like. Well, thank you so much for providing us with that. I mean, your knowledge is definitely all there. Part of our show is we do a people's poll. Uh, so we ask social media the question and uh, Logical Genius, go ahead, break down what the people had to say about this topic here. 
oh, the polls of the people, I should say, said similar things. Uh, they they were along the lines of us. They said good communication, um, self confidence um, came up a lot. Um, uh, when a few people said a partner that knows what they're doing, uh, I I tend to disagree with that just because I feel like if you're relying on your partner for everything, you're not again going back to what I was saying about being involved. Uh, so. I think that that's, is, but again, that I is think, such a good observation. So many women just show up and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. bring it on. What are you going to bring? And they're yeah, not yeah. really an active partner in like yeah, we are right. explorers together. Right. Yeah. So then you're outsourcing your sexuality to your man. And like I said, he's going to bring what he likes or what he saw in porn. Yeah, yes, well, for sure. And a few sure. people said, watch porn. <laughs> Yeah, going back to that bring it attitude, I, I remember vacationing in South Beach with HLS and there was a, a young lady who was talking about her boyfriend, which led to like this question, a fill in the blank question, which is never trust a man that and HLS responded accordingly by saying doesn't go down on you because that was like the circumstance that this uh, female was going through. Do you think that it's part of that? Just just bring it attitude like, hey, I have these expectations and, you know, this person is just going to eat me out. You know, is, is that something that plays through the mindset? I mean, if it's the easiest way for a woman to have an orgasm, you know, it's easier than a lot of people, you know, porn gives you the impression that thrusting and pipelining is getting women (laughs) off, but they're faking. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so all that screaming doesn't actually happening? What? What? No, they're paid actresses. See, that's the thing. It's like they're paid actresses. They that's not how ordinary women get off. Don't forget the most sensitive parts of the women are the outside, mm-hmm. you know, and in the first couple inches. So you got to pay attention to that. So if you it depends on, you know, do you love this woman? Do you want to get her off? You know, that's then that's your expectation. Great, great, great. Not every some women can penetrate through um, orgasm through penetration, but usually it's not the porn shots. Okay, look at the way porn is filmed. It's filmed for the cameras, mm-hmm. so you want to pull out and go deep, and you know all this stuff. They need to get a camera in there, but most <laughs> women, you know, they they need clitoral stimulation. So that jackhammer position isn't going to do it for anybody, right? Oh, might, but not. <laughs> can I ask the question? Sure, sure. So, you know, we won't do five, but let, like it's personal experience. So you were putting yourself in the woman's shoes for this podcast, but yes. personal experience, let's speak for yourself because you're not going to speak for all of mankind. Like you were speaking of trying to speak for all of womankind here, but personally, what two or three things does do each of you need for a great sex life? For me, I'll start off definitely a connection has to be there. Like I've had one night stands and not been able to ejaculate. So like there has to be some sort of kind of connectivity. So like we talk about fake orgasm. Yes, I have faked an orgasm myself, like, cause I'm caught a cramp and I'm like, I can't go any further. Like I, we need to stop this, uh, uh, but it's really my stomach that was hurting there. Uh, that's important to me. The flirting piece is in feeling appreciated it may not be the same exactly but appreciation is big like I want my lady to appreciate uh who I am and what I bring to the table and and kind of showing off that appreciation and it may not even have to lead to to sex all the time but just showing that 
allows me to be more uh, intimate. And then I think HLS, uh, it was it was important, kind of the regularity of the sex, like the if it's inconsistent, like, hey, every two months, maybe it, it might happen. It's a roll of the dice like that. That can be frustrating. So those are like my three right there. That's great. Ma'am, you mind if I ask your age? Yes, I am 42. Okay. I kind of th tend to think that men and women converge as they, as a man and a man get older, they, they value more the emotional connection that they mm -hmm. didn't when they were 20. Right. So I think that that becomes a more emotional experience as you've gotten older. Is that your experience? No, actually, like even in my younger years, cause that's when I was having the one night stands was in my <laughs> younger years. Um, yeah, a struggle. And my brother would be like, again, you didn't you didn't bust? Like, and I was like, yo, bro, I just I couldn't. Like, I met her that night. And like, oh my gosh, like I, I just I, I couldn't get one off. He's like, yo, this always happens to you. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the liquor, I don't know what's going on. Got it. Thank you. HL HLS, how about you? Yeah, no, I, I need that mental connection. That's huge for me. You know, funny, <clears throat> so so Juve told the story. I was actually visiting him uh, in college many, many years ago, we went to a party at this university called Brown and uh, me and this girl met at the party and we flirted over a book. Like the oh, banter. That, that's that Ivy league flirting right yeah, there. there Ivy go. league. Yeah. It's just the band at a community the college. <laughs> <laughs> the mental yeah. connection. Okay. The mental connection was huge. It was huge. And and um, yeah, I think she turned out to be a lawyer, actually, I think. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that mental connection is, is I think, paramount, top, above all, above all, anything else. You know, there's actually a word for that called sapiosexual. Sapiosexual, yeah. I am turned on by wisdom mm -hmm. and knowledge. Yeah. Really? Okay, so yeah. there's an actual term for it. Yeah, there was, there was someone that, like, I thought was, like, in, intellectually sexy that I was so into because it was just like, yo, her mind, she kept me, like, on my toes all the time. She was so witty. Like, yeah. Okay, so sapio, what is that again? Sapiosexual. Sapiosexual. Okay, my bad. Go back. Go go, go ahead, HLS. My bad. No, no, I'm done. I think that that that's top for me. What about you, P? Uh, I mean, the same thing. I, I'm, I think with, with men, um, in general, we're, we're even at a very early age, we're very imaginative, right? We, 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 we fantasize and do all of these things in our heads and we, you know, we run things through our heads, scenarios in our heads. And I think that carries up uh, to, uh, to, to the adulthood for us. Right. And oftentimes you hear men are childish, right? So when it comes to sex, you know, exploring those things, you know, visually seeing like, you know, I, I know you say porn isn't a good good uh educator but like the foreplay uh the the lingerie things of that nature to kind of build up the mood or whatever that stimulates men as much as i think it does women and i think a lot of men probably don't want to admit to that but i think a lot of that, that is true yeah a lot of women could actually learn from porn what turns a man on yeah Right, like the lingerie, the happy to be there attitude. <laughs> yeah, the happy to be there attitude. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's the, probably one of the biggest appeals of porn is the man's like she loves it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in real life, a woman isn't frequently like I love this. Yes, baby. Right. Do it to me. So that's part of the big draw of porn. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean that. I think for for me and for I think men in general, like when you 
it, it builds our self-confidence. Like, yeah, I'm doing a good job right now. Like your ego is, is, is building up. So I think hearing that confirmation, affirmation from your partner just, just kicks it up another notch for you. Yeah, that's got to yeah. be number seven on your list there, Debbie. The, the happy to be there. <laughs> Enthusiasm. I say, I tell, I help the women understand that your man does not care if you have a perfect body. He cares that you want to be there. Agreed. Agreed. So, Debbie, I want to thank you for being such a knowledgeable host. You knew exactly who to pick. Oh, um, this episode right here. There so I, I, I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, from my understanding, you are going to be involved in a TEDx. Do you want to speak about that for a second? Oh, uh, yeah. So I'll be doing a TEDx in Breckenridge on, well, I had to narrow it down. I did the six, I auditioned with the six things women need for great sex lives, but they said for the final TEDx, you need to narrow it down to one. So I picked women need emotional connection. So uh, that's, that'll be my topic. And I actually am framing it in couples need emotional connection, which you guys all just confirmed. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. My entire list was all emotions. Yeah, but <laughs> your emotions were too similar. That was the problem. Yeah, that's all what she said. Basically, your emotions are too one, similar. You have one thing. You just try to break it up five times. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> So, Debbie, if people wanted to get in touch with you, maybe get yeah. your services, how would they do that? So I work with women only. And typically I work with women who are in relationships. And I'm always like, it's a two for one. I coach you and you bring it on in the bedroom, right? Because men hate to go to marriage counseling. Let's face it. They don't want to talk about their feelings in front of a woman and a stranger. No way. Right. Against guy code. Am I right? Yeah. That might be on the bro code list. Yeah. Okay. I think so. so I say, and on top of it, you know, women, we kind of like that stuff. <laughs> and so I also, because it, it will linger because it's like, I teach you how to know what you like and then how to ask for it in the bedroom in a way that's, you know, connecting and not critical and things like that, how to get what you might like in the bedroom and how to be sexual explorers together. So I teach, you know, I help her empower her because like I said earlier, certain issues, confidence, worthiness, being distracted and all up in your head. There's not a lot your man can do about that. Right. So you can, we, we get through those blocks. Women have a lot of blocks, right? We have negative condition. Good girls don't. Right. So I help them get past, you know, shame and guilt and help them be creative and, you know, present and mindful and things like that. So I only work with women. So if your audience is primarily men, sorry, refer your women to me, but my, my business, my, my um, business is called more intimacy. And I chose that on purpose because when you ask a woman, what is intimacy? She's frequently going to say loving connection, closeness, you know, spending time together, emotional connection, ask a man, Hey, would you like more intimacy in your, you know, love life? What's he going to think? Yeah. Bring it on intimacy to a guy. Sounds like a euphemism for sex. So I, I call <laughs> myself, right. And we can't help the way we are wired. That's another yeah. thing I help women understand. Your man is not you, right? Yeah. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. You are very different. Here's how to get the best for both of you. So I, so I work with the woman only. So sorry guys. Um, but refer your women to me at more intimacy. I'd be delighted. 
All right. And are you on the socials? Do you have any social media that you would like to plug out there? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I have a group called uh, More Intimacy in Marriage for Women. And I do emphasize, you know, committed relationships because like I said, it's different. The honeymoon phase in the dating phase is different from the long-term commitment phase, which I love about the three of you because you all talked about emotional you know, connection and things like that. I think younger guys, uncommitted guys who are not committed to a woman, her, this woman, her happiness and her satisfaction have a bit of a different mindset. So I tend to work with women who are in relationships because these are things that you can apply with the man and because women need safety. They want to feel safe and they don't feel safe in a, in hookup relationships and they don't feel safe if they feel like they're going to be ghosted. Right. So I, I kind of emphasize, you know, sometimes I get a call from a woman and she thinks her problem is, you know, I can't orgasm when I, when this happens. And I'm like, well, the I, I say maybe the problem is that you're not in a committed relationship and you can't feel relaxed and trust this guy is going to, you know, hold your heart as yeah. well as your body. So I'm a romantic. <laughs> and we once again want to thank you so much for joining us uh for this episode you were absolutely great uh hls go ahead and say good night to the people good night everyone we'll get them next time all right logical genius go ahead and say good night to the people good night everyone we'll get them next time hey my name is so so juve wait hold on let me I, i'm getting too excited this is so so juve signing <laughs> off please <laughs> please please <laughs> another week another W, another win. If you want to know about sex, go ahead. You can email me. I'll refer you right to Debbie. So <laughs> Debbie, go ahead and say goodnight to the people, please. Thank you, everybody. Good night. I don't know why y'all are single. Y'all are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>